You are now listening to the Invest With Dow podcast with your host, Albert Benjamin Dow. You are now listening to the Invest With Dow podcast with your host, Albert Benjamin Dow. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Invest With Our podcast. I am your host, Albert Benjamin Dowell, the Minority Authority on Investing. And as always, at the top of the show, I'd like to spread some love, some positive vibes to everybody tuning in, supporting the Invest With Our podcast and the Invest With Our brand. I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, it means a lot that you would take the next 15 or 20 minutes, however long the podcast is, out of your day to consume the content uh, and hopefully you found some valuable information that could help you in life going forward financially I'm still learning as I do this so I don't pretend to be a wizard uh, but I know a little something about a little something in any event <laughs> uh, let me go ahead and plug social media which again most of the world is on social media as am I. And so you guys can find me on Instagram. At Invest With Al on Instagram is the handle. At Invest With Al. Also Facebook at Invest With Al on Facebook. Twitter and Snapchat. The handles are slightly different. It is at Al The Investor. At Al The Investor on Twitter and Snapchat. I'm, I don't use Snapchat that much. If you ever see me with a snap. It's probably going to be you know me with filters. Playing with my kids. They use snap more than i do but i don't really use snap um of course the invest with our podcast is on a majority of the <laughs> podcasts and platforms again i'm trying to get it on spotify i gotta look more into that i meant to look into it yesterday and just got by me uh but it is on itunes stitcher radio soundcloud google play and just about every other major podcast and platform other than Spotify. If you just type in the Invest With Our Podcast in the search bar of that uh, particular podcast and platform that you use, uh, my icon or Bitmoji should pop up. You could go ahead and click on that. And then you could click the subscribe button. You can also click the share button and forward today's podcast to a friend or loved one that you believe would find the information valuable. I'm sure that they would appreciate it as would I. And so you could definitely hit the share button and uh, forward that uh, to someone who would find value in the information. And with that, oh yeah, I, th- I think I forgot to plug this on the uh, the last episode. Uh, you guys can go to my website, investwithal.com. Click on the tab, the Virtual Investment Center. It is a online community of like-minded individuals like yourself. Uh, looking for different investing ideas bouncing investing ideas off of each other really great place to be no judgment zone Uh, again there's so many different opportunities to invest and build wealth Uh, you just can't follow everything so it's good to be in a community of people because they could be on to something that could be a great opportunity that you just missed 
and you just get different perspectives and that just only makes you a better investor because that's essentially what makes a market you got buyers and sellers you get different opinions uh in the market would essentially prove who's right and who's wrong so that's uh investwithout.com click on the virtual uh virtual investment center tab you can also go to the link in my bio on my instagram page uh there's an explainer video there gives you a lot more information as well as more information on the website so go ahead click the link in my instagram uh bio or go to investwithout.com click the virtual investment center tab that'll take you to the exact same location as the link in my bio on instagram so now that we got the shameless plugging out of the way i think it's out of the way i could think of something else through uh during the uh podcast if i do i will not hesitate to shamelessly plug it <laughs> uh so with all that being said we'll go ahead and get into today's podcast for those of you who are just joining and tuning in to an episode of the invest with our podcast generally i do these in my car either to or from work my daytime job so uh i'm on the way home now and it's raining so if you hear the windshield wipers in the back that's what you hear is windshield wipers um it's hands-free i'm perfectly safe this is not uh a a dangerous situation uh for me uh recording this uh, so i just wanted to make sure everybody knew that as i'm recording this like is this guy how does he how's he recording and driving in the rain that doesn't sound safe well i'm it's hands-free so it's if you've ever seen like dave ramsey's podcast where he has the mic over his head and then uh the microphone that protrudes out almost like a gaming microphone uh to your mouth that's that's what i have on right now so uh anyway that's that this podcast really great podcast coming today uh some really good content which obviously i'm biased i think most of the content is good (laughs) uh but today's podcast is about free market free markets and a fair market free market and a fair market and if uh the two are well actually you know what i'm gonna define what a free market and a fair market is in my view and then go into a little bit of detail about how they exist in society today and uh, how free markets, my thesis on free markets, will lead to the next big recession. Now, this is not a like socialist thing, so stay here with me. Uh, I think you're going to find my take on this pretty insightful and you may not agree and obviously you're you're more than free and willing to do so um i'd love for you to comment and we can start a dialogue on your perspective on what i'm about to say so i've read several articles and a couple of them talked about how the next recession (coughs) was going to be uh due to social unrest um, and then it, it named another thing, but the social unrest parts really stuck out to me. And so I then, and this may have been a post on Instagram on CNBC, I can't recall, but it was some data that I recently read 
that 1% of the world's population controls 46% of the wealth. 70% of the world's population controls 3% of the wealth. I'm going to say that again. 70%. 70%. I need to link this. You guys can fact check me. And so if I'm off, the the numbers, the data I read was off. So it's 1% of the people control 46% of the wealth. 70% of the people controlled only 3% of the wealth. And then you had the, the middle 20-something percent. Uh, was that 29? 29%? I think I'm right there. Yeah, 29. So it's 70. Uh, 70%. 1%. Yeah, so that's 29%. <laughs> 29% are in the middle. So here's what we're dealing with. A free, free market from a policy standpoint, government standpoint, where you hear champions of free markets, those are typically people who vote conservative and it's not necessarily mean that people who are liberal minded liberal in in most of their policy aren't advocates of free markets so let me say that but typically the people you hear pounding the table about it are conservatives and republicans here in the united states i can't speak for anywhere else in the world but here in the united states the people who champion or consider themselves champions of free markets are conservatives and republicans uh well a free market isn't necessarily a fair market. So, essentially, a free market is just like less government policy, less government regulation, businesses um, playing fair and growing because it it's perceived and thought that government regulation restricts innovation and the growth of business overall uh, by the people who champion free markets. But what I'm here to tell you is that a free market is not necessarily a fair market. And say a free market isn't necessarily a fair market. The two can be mutually exclusive. Let me show you what I mean by that. So, in a free market, a company can grow and and you know create jobs and be a great corporate citizen but it could also grow so much so that it could become a monopoly now i'm only 35 and i've not i've only seen one monopoly form in my lifetime and that was microsoft microsoft in the mid to late 90s was deemed a monopoly by the u.s government so 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 what happens for those of you just to, i'm just gonna break this thing all the way down of course a monopoly is a business or entity that is so big and so large in its specific field or industry that no other business in that industry can reasonably compete with them they have too much reach too much influence and so big brother the united states government comes in and say hey guys i gotta break this up like nobody can eat from this table other than you at this or who you deem it's okay to eat and so you gotta break it up so that happens within a free market right um uh, 
so a competitor or individual in some instances could have so much influence that they could pretty much just diminish the effect or impact of any other competitors uh, that would be formidable in that industry whether that's paying off vendors to not supply them with certain things or whatever the case is they just have so much influence that nobody can reasonably compete what does that have to do with civil unrest what I've spoken to people about who are conservative uh, who disagree with me and that's you know it is what it is uh, and that's fine that makes for a healthy dialogue and conversation we all can't have the same point of views and perspectives that would be boring uh, but what I believe is going to happen especially from a political perspective while Trump has if you ask most CEOs in the United States they will tell you Donald Trump has been great for business they're just gonna tell you that he rolled back these taxes if you if you go look at corporate earnings there are companies who have halved their uh, tax bracket or reporting percentage uh, there was a, an alert on my phone I forgot which company it was they went from a previous year they they reported their quarterly earnings their effective tax rate was 30% last year this year it was 16% so they just put several billion dollars in their pockets just on taxes forget any increased business so this rollback in taxes while it it has uh, some negative implications in my opinion in terms of social programs it has fueled uh, business now we get it's a whole other debate on how business is deploying that money now that goes back to free markets you can't tell a business how to spend its money uh, but again they're, they're they're making more money just on the back of this rollback and decrease in taxes the issue is, is that Donald Trump is an extreme. So for the longest time, at least my lifetime, we've always had career politicians become president. People who understand government, people who are deeply entrenched into the political world. Donald Trump is far from that. He's as a far right and he's if you go back Donald Trump is all over the place honestly but in terms of his politics while he's the president uh, and even his campaign if you look at it he's been like very extreme to the right and what I've been communicating to people and what I'm communicating to you is the pendulum is gonna swing far left when it does what you will get is a president he or she will be made of the same stuff as Bernie Sanders now if you're conservative that's bad if you're liberal and far right that's good right uh, but what's going to happen is when we get that not if I just truly believe 
that you can't have a swing as far in a direction, extreme swing as far as the as far right as Donald Trump, and then come back to a medium of a you know career politician who talks politics and knows the game of politics. Donald Trump is far from that. He's obviously a very brash individual in terms of how he speaks. There's no political correctness. So, again, the the next president is going to be someone closer to Bernie Sanders. Now, Bernie Sanders, during his campaign in 2016, uh, 20, yeah, it was 2016, 2016, 2015, 2016, in the primaries, I think he branded himself a, what was it, like a social, uh, Social socialist, a liberal socialist, or it was something with the word socialist in it. Socialist is a dirty word in the business world and for a lot of people because socialist socialism, what people hear when they hear socialism, they hear take my money, give it to people who don't want to do anything, right? They haven't worked or earned any of that. That's what most people hear, Robin Hood. Take from the rich, give to the poor. Whether they've earned it or not is is not the point. I'm just telling you what I think people hear when they hear the word socialism. But that's what you're going to get because, again, we've had this wild swing. The reason that's going to be social unrest, I actually believe, and I had this conversation with a friend of mine, is that the individual is going to run on a platform of uh, class warfare, much like... Donald Trump was a champion of this lower educated, uh, lower middle class white male that apparently America had forgotten about. And they showed up to the polls and they put Donald Trump in office. On the flip side, I don't know what the demographic of this but there's all there's already a guy out here talking about running and giving every american a thousand dollars a month go look him up it's a it's an aging gentleman i can't remember his name i think he's a billionaire out in california somewhere he already has a ton of money but he he's already throwing it out there whoever it is they're probably going to have to be as brash as donald trump but they're going to have to be effective in their communication now i'm not saying that this is i'm an advocate for that type of person what i am saying is i do believe we're gonna get that type of person so in politics you end up just voting for the lesser of two evils in most instances because people are are gonna over promise and under deliver because their president doesn't have absolute autonomy that's why you have the the balances of government you have the the, the congress the the uh the united states supreme court all these things are supposed to kind of balance these other branches should balance each other out no one branch should be this is not a dictatorship no one branch no one individual should be able to just rule on their word and everybody fall in line uh the class warfare deal i think it's going to resonate going back to that previous a statistic that I gave you guys 1% of the people control 46% of the wealth 
70% of the people control 3% of the wealth. The problem with free markets, and especially I feel like people at the top, when they, I think it's easy to be growth-minded and can confuse a growth mindset with greed. Like, I think there's a really great area uh, on which side of the fence that you're on. And if you can honestly say that while it is a free market, right? The free market has that that statistic. 1% of the people, 40 46% of the wealth, 70% of the people at 3% of the wealth. Now that's the free market. But can you say that's fair? I'm not saying that people should be given anything. But we really have to look at this thing and ask ourselves, is it fair? And what's, again, this is more of an opinion uh, podcast on this one. But, what, but it's important from a, a investment perspective because the market is going to sink dramatically. Because if we get the extreme right this person is going to be very handy, heavy-handed with regulation, government, these tax uh, breaks that the Trump administration has initiated and written into law will almost certainly uh, be repealed. Taxes will probably be increased f- uh, beyond where they were before Trump even became president. And uh, we're looking at a whole situation where business will immediately begin to lay off people because a lot of business leaders contrary to what people believe and it's obvious I guess it's easy for me to say it not sitting in their seat but it's the best way to put it. so shareholder value is most executives top priority that's why they that's why they're there they're there to make the investors money and so that's what they're that's what they're trying to do Every initiative is essentially to drive money into the pockets of investors and they increase this, the stock price. Um, the, the issue we have here, guys, is <clears throat> with that being the focal point, the money that big government is going to uh, zap <laughs> out of business because those taxes are coming and and the first thing people do is lay off people because unfortunately uh there's a lot of managers but not necessarily innovators i'm gonna say that again it's a lot of managers and executives not necessarily innovators you can be a great manager and not really be an innovator and that's okay um but but the first thing that people do is to try to offset an increase in cost. So if they have an increase in cost, the most controllable cost in any business is the headcount. So they immediately just start reducing people, laying people off. So picture this. So the, the basically, if taxes were, people have been able to cut their tax bracket or effective tax rate in half. So if 
in two years or in six years whenever this extreme liberal liberal individual is elected they double the tax rate so if you go from 30 percent to 16 percent and then all your financial forecasts have this effective tax rate of about 16 percent in it and then you jump back up to 30 your stock is gonna get pummeled i can assure you of it that is absolutely gonna happen in addition to the slowdown so you're gonna get hit double whammy so people once the layoffs come people are gonna stop spending uh so whatever you do in all likelihood your sales are gonna decrease and then your tax bracket is gonna double that that's gonna spell for an ugly economy i can absolutely tell you that much now the blame is gonna be on that person in office and you're gonna hear a lot of people on the right talk about big government and how terrible it is and how is that president's fault and how terrible of a job it is but the root of this has come to has come from the extreme swing of the election of donald trump you're gonna get an overcorrection back the other way and business people because they're basking in this incredible economy that we're living in uh the the reverse side of this that nobody really wants to look at is that when it swings back the other way it is absolutely gonna be a nice swift kick in the ass ah i'm trying to tell you so be paying attention uh to the midterm elections see if liberals and democrats take over any uh any branches of the uh the house whether that's the senate uh or congress so pay close attention to that i'm of the mindset that donald trump will all and in all likelihood get another uh four years after his you know he will be reelected. essentially i could tell you now i'm not voting for him but i do think he'll be reelected just because recent history will tell you going back to what was that president clinton so that's clinton bush obama 888 that's 24 years so the last three presidents got eight terms so if that's any indicator he's probably getting eight uh so with that being said uh you want to pay close attention to the political spectrum and what's going on because i think that's gonna be the i don't that's gonna be the start of an avalanche uh that will cause the economy to essentially fall off a cliff it'll be a great buying opportunity in the long term but it it won't feel good for sure uh because it's gonna go back we're gonna almost be it, it won't be a housing bubble it'll probably just be a stock market bubble but interest rates will be a lot higher uh which the housing market is going to slow down everything's going to slow down as interest rates go up uh it, it's just lining up to be a perfect concoction or a, just a bad cocktail right um so i'm interested in seeing how everything plays out uh, again this is fair market versus free market free market versus fair market why free markets aren't necessarily fair and why i believe that honestly greed to an extent has somewhat blinded 
uh, the leaders of America's largest corporations because they are failing. Which I mean, they they can't necessarily. I mean, everybody only gets one vote. Um, they're kind of playing the hand that they're dealt, and hopefully, people are taking to a taking into account. But they'll wait closer to the time that we get there. But hopefully, they're paying attention to the political spectrum uh, and what's taking place. But just so you guys know, especially for those of you, who, whether you have your own business or not. A recession in all likelihood would have some impact on you as an individual and you as a business owner or you as a employee, whether that's executive level or, uh, you know, mid-level management or individual contributor, whatever it is you are in the company. Uh, when the company starts laying people off, everybody, you know, everybody gets nervous. <clears throat> but I can almost guarantee that that's going to happen. Uh, if and when um, And like I said It's more when than if uh, The extreme liberal Is uh, Elected That being said That individual will also usher in That individual being you know, The democrat or liberal person elected Will usher in and legalize marijuana So within the next 10 years Marijuana is going to be legal everywhere That's my bold prediction there uh, we'll see how that comes out. We, we'll have this available to go back and check. So we'll see. I'm 35, 45. Weed will be legal. People will just be able to walk down the street and smoke it like it was a cigarette. So, uh, yeah, that's this episode. I hopefully you guys found that insightful. When I was just thinking about it and doing some due diligence on it, I was like, let me share this with people, and so you, you guys kind of understand free markets uh, and what. Um, implications we could potentially be dealing with with the election of Donald Trump on the other side of this uh, when he's not in office so uh, those are my thoughts I love to hear what you guys have to say uh, whether you think you know hey man those are some great points or oh, man you absolutely you couldn't be more wrong about what you said whatever you feel however you feel leave a comment I love to hear from you. Uh, healthy dialogue is always good. So until the next episode, peace, love, and blessings. It's your boy Al. I'm out. One.